Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. A wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. And by Stone Bank, a community bank supporting entrepreneurs and farmers nationwide with loans guaranteed by the USDA, SBA, and Farm Services Agency. Learn more at StoneBank.com. And the Arkansas Arts Council, empowering the arts for the benefit of all Arkansans. On the web at ArkansasArts.org. Hey everybody, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. I can just about guarantee that this week we're presenting a show like none other you've ever heard as we present international multi-award winning Toronto, Canada, Ukrainian folk ensemble, the Lemon Bucket Orchestra, recorded live at the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas. Also interviews with Mark Marzik, founding member of this genre-bending superband. On my visit to the vault, Mark Jones offers an archival recording of Ozark fiddler Lonnie Robertson playing the traditional tune, Florida Blues. That's this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. Until the Lemon Bucket Orchestra came to town, I didn't know that there's a large Ukrainian community located in Toronto, Canada. There, they've kept the folk music of their native land very much alive, and what music it is. For most of their show, there were 15 musicians on our stage, including two violins, a trombone and a trumpet, a wild guy dancing around with a bass drum, a sousaphone, even a belly dancer. Here's a taste of what we heard that night.
Вчайся добре, майо, на горбочку кижу, майо, гейягой. Tradition maybe with this band to a certain degree has been uh, busking and performing wherever you can find a space. It was definitely a big part of how we started. It, it was just um, a couple of us who, you know, had our roots in, in busking and playing on the street who were who were like, let's let's you know put together a group and start playing playing out there for people, and we got a. a other musicians started to hear about it and joined on and learned the songs. And so we started to say, okay, well, let's get together and rehearse these these songs or at least just teach each other um, the arrangements and stuff like that. And eventually the, the house parties and the street corners became so busy that people were asking us, well, when can we actually see you in a concert setting? And you know that was that was the first step was to put to get put a concert together and then and then it snowballed from there
Part of how our group, I guess, came into notoriety or sort of started to work professionally as a group was because of this incredible folk, you know, urban folk scene that is happening in Toronto. People from all over the world that wanted to share their traditional culture, um, but not have to sort of hide away outside in the suburbs or in community centers, but bring it to the streets of Toronto and bring it into the clubs of downtown Toronto because... You know, we felt that there was this infectious energy that we wanted people to be a part of. And it was really that community of, of all of those musicians, not just the ones who were in Lemon Bucket, but this larger, this larger crew of lots of just different musicians from different places came together and said, you know, we're, we're making a space for ourselves in the city. And that's, I feel like that, that Toronto is... I mean, it's really one of the only places that I know that I've been to where that kind of a movement can take hold.
You've been listening to the wild Ukrainian folk music played by the Lemon Bucket Orchestra. We heard Tomu Kosa, followed by Lemon Cheeky, and what I'm going to call a traditional Ukrainian medley because there's no way I can pronounce the names of these tunes. We've got a lot more of this amazing talent to listen to. But right now, let's take a short break. When we come back, it'll be time for my weekly trip down to the vault to visit with the amazing Mr. Mark Jones. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. I'm standing at the door of the vault right now that leads down the stairs to where my buddy Mark Jones keeps track of years and years and years of recordings. Every show we've done here at the Ozark Folk Center since April of 1973, 
we have made a recording of, and Mark is in charge of all that stuff. Let's go down and see him right now. Howdy, Mark. Howdy, Dave. How are you? Well, I'm doing pretty good. Good. I'm glad you're here. Well, I'm glad I'm here, too. I'm glad I'm anywhere, actually. Me, too. That's a good thing to be somewhere. It it is. (laughs) Uh, You know, Dave, I was looking around here, and I run across a section of the recordings that we did when we had the fiddle contest in here. And a feller played a tune that I thought was really neat. I hadn't heard... In fact, I haven't heard too many people doing it at all. It's called Florida Blue. Oh, that's a great tune. I thought it was. Now, do you know uh, this Lonnie? Robertson. Oh, you do know him. (laughs) Well, good. Lonnie Robertson, he sure did play this tune good. And I would love for you to hear it. Maybe you can tell me some more information about the tune. Well, let's hear it. Well, that's very interesting, Mark. That's a great tune and played very well by Lonnie Robertson, who I don't remember. He must have been somebody that just came in for the fiddle contest. What was, what year was that? That was in 1978. I was hardly even born back in 78. 
<laughs> I would I assume that he was either a judge that came in or he was a contestant. But, of course, we do all the contests with no names. That's right. So I don't know. I would say he was probably a judge. He was a good fiddler, that's for sure. I, I liked his style on the boat. That's sure. And that's a great tune, the Florida Blues. Yeah, makes me want to go to Florida. <laughs> well, let's go. All right, I'll see you next week, Mark. All right. Let's get back to some more wild Ukrainian folk music from the Lemon Bucket Orchestra. I asked the band's frontman, Mark Marzik, about how they came up with the name of the band. He said the Ukrainian word for money sounds a lot like the word lemon, and they hope to make buckets of it. At one point in their show, they asked for requests, and I jokingly called out Orange Blossom Special. This is what happened. Why don't we put it out to what do, should... Orange Blossom Special. <laughs> what? Is that like the free bird of up here? came back to the violin hmm. as an adult, like in my 20s. And it happened in Ukraine. I just moved over there and, you know, was making new friends. And I ran into a group of street musicians that I eventually lived with. And when they found out that I had played violin as a kid, they found me a violin and sort of were encouraging me to, to, play, to play with them, Ukrainian folk music. And I loved that, like the... It really was folk music that drew me into music and drew me into the violin because all of a sudden it wasn't about music for performance or music for some kind of like intellectualization. It was just, it was music to share. Um, and it kind of with them, it didn't matter that I didn't sound good or I couldn't remember. It was just, let's just, let's share this moment together. And of course, you know, that evolved and that developed over time and and we started learning more and more and more and and then you know opened up this whole world of different types of eastern european folk music
you know, there's, we, I often say that we started, um, there was four of us when we started. Three of those are in the band currently. Wow. But it's also, I mean, that, that, those were like the first, the very first four, but it very, like within the first year, it kind of grew to, um, you know, 10 or 11. And, um, you know, three of those 10 or 11 are also still in the group. But I mean, we've gone through so many musicians. I can imagine. Like I, it's, I, I often say that kind of, you know, we have half of Toronto has been in Lemon Bucket at <laughs> one point or another. And it feels like kind of everybody, it's like six degrees of separation from Lemon Bucket. Like everybody has a brother or a friend or roommate who's been in Lemon Bucket or on tour with Lemon Bucket at some point. And I think we've I think we've had something like 45 musicians come through the group. Back home in Toronto, it snowed yesterday. I don't know if you guys get any snow down in Arkansas, but I, I it doesn't look like you get snow in, in May. Anyways, we're gonna we've been on the road for a little while. When you get home, when you get on the road for a while, you start to feel a little homesick. So we're gonna sing a Christmas carol. Romania is certainly one of them, like for the whole band, because it's the first place that we together experienced, you know, Eastern European culture together. And the first place where we hit, we went to the source as Canadians and 
performed for people and understood that what we're doing is important. There was always this kind of, um, I guess, this self-conscious thing of like, oh, well, we sound like we're Canadians or whatnot. But in Romania, we understood that what we were doing, it was so intrinsically uh, Canadian insofar as all of those things we were bringing to the music was, I mean, it was beautiful and interesting for Romanians because they heard themselves and they heard the attention and the respect that we paid to the music. So they they were impressed by the level that we the level that we got to. But then at the same time, they were hearing elements of other parts of the world that they'd never been to. And they got to vicariously live that through us. So that, you know, that having that first experience there was was super, super special. And it's something I think we'll never forget. There's actually like big brass band traditions in a whole number of different countries. So in in Serbia and Bulgaria and Macedonia and sort of the Balkans, there's a massive brass band tradition that is, that's my closest point of reference to the kind of New Orleans scene. This was my first time down in New Orleans, and when I saw the Treme, you know, brass band play on the on the corner on on Frenchman Street, like I immediately went, 
this is exactly like it is in Serbia. There are connections that are, I mean, a lot of those brass instruments, I mean, they're, they, you can trace their roots back to the Ottoman Empire. And then there are, but, you know, trombones that are now sort of in Eastern Europe as well. Those are from the U.S. marching bands that came through there. And you can see that in Mexican brass band music as well. Like, there's a lot of shared culture, a lot of things that are unique and that are different. So obviously, you know, Serbian brass band and New Orleans brass band, they have a completely different style way of using each of the instruments. But that sheer force and energy and and that desire to entertain out, out in open spaces, that's really, really similar. Here we go. Let's put it together now. Ho, ho. Come on now, clap good, because we're recording tonight. We just heard five more energetic tunes from Toronto, Canada folk band, the Lemon Bucket Orchestra. They started that set with a request, the Orange Blossom Special. This was followed by Diminiata Perequar and three other tunes that have titles that, honestly, we don't have time for me to try to pronounce. Let's take a short break. In a minute, we'll be back with more music from the Lemon Bucket Orchestra. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. This week we're featuring the Lemon Bucket Orchestra, whose members call themselves Toronto, Canada's only Balkan, Klezmer, Gypsy, Party, Punk, Super Band. By the end of their show here, they had the audience whipped up into a frenzy. During their last song, all 15 band members came down into the audience for a wild group sing-along. Oh, boy. 
it's it's a we're living in this in a time where there's a lot of instability in the world, uh, particularly. Um, I mean, particularly in the U.S. Oh, good and, grief, yeah. And it's sort of we're we're feeling it also up in Canada, um, and my Ukrainian back. I mean, I'm Ukrainian, and me and my wife met during the protests in the in 2014 in Ukraine. That's evolved into a full on war, and. It's a it's a very difficult time that we're living in, and and we have the opportunity in our music to sort of create a little bit of um, a little bit of opportunity for connection, for understanding, for conversation, um, and for shared sort of positive emotion and experience. Um, and I think that's really important here, especially in a project with a project that. Um, that as we, as we say builds bridges and and not walls um, so that's sort of that's the most important thing for us to do and why we keep doing it
That's kind of what the musical experience really is all about, is where you can hear something you identify with, but at the same time opens your eyes and ears to something completely different. Absolutely. We're looking for that all the time, you know, all the time. I think everyone does in in music and in art and in life in general. You know, we're all kind of just walking the word, we're all walking the earth and looking for those moments where we can feel something, anything, whatever that is. And you can feel something when you're alone in the forest um, and you can feel something when 12 brass instruments are playing in your face. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're just different feelings. <laughs> Thank you.
Toronto, Canada's gypsy folk band, the Lemon Bucket Orchestra, finishing up this week's show with three more songs. We heard Freedom, followed by Opsha Preskachanka. They changed Opsha, by the way, to Yeehaw, just for us. And finally, a medley, Cocoon and Heroes. This show is one of the most high-energy concerts I've ever attended. Be sure to check out the Lemon Bucket Orchestra on YouTube. You've got to see it to believe it. That's all we've got time for this week, but we hope to see you back here next week for more good music on Ozark Highlands Radio. This is your host, Dave Smith. Bye, everybody. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. The Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974. And by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government-guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar. Mm-hmm.